What's up, world? I'm Cameron McKinney, and this is Pop Culture Spotlight, a podcast about actress Margot Robbie, the movie The Dig, and the movie The Little Things. But first, let's talk about the career of actress Margot Robbie. Robbie made a name for herself after having a breakout performance in Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street, where she co-starred with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill. It's all, It's been almost eight years since that movie came out. And it is one of the best films of this past decade. I think it's the underrated Scorsese masterpiece. It didn't go on to win Best Picture like some of his other films, The Departed. It's not the best Leo film of all time, but I really enjoy The Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, Matthew McConaughey is brilliant in that film. Leo gives one of the funniest performances of his career. And Margot Robbie makes a name for herself. You watch that movie and you can see that Margot Margot Robbie is destined for movie stardom. Then after Wolf of Wall Street, Robbie stars with Will Smith in two films in a row. She works with him on the film Focus, which I think is super underrated, where she plays a pickpocketer. I really like that movie. I think her and Will Smith have great chemistry in that film. It's not a great movie, but I think Focus is super underrated. And then, for the first time ever, she played Harley Quinn in the film Suicide Squad, again. Again, re-teaming with Will Smith, Jared Leto's in that film, Jai Courtney's in that movie. I was super pumped for Suicide Squad. I'm a fan of David Ayer as a director. I love End of Watch. I love Fury. That film did not live up to the hype, but it still made over $900 million, and I think it made Margot Robbie a household name. She's the best thing in that film. By far, she's the best thing in that film. 2017 was the year I started to take notice of Margot Robbie as an actress and not just a movie star. I think she had a great year in 2017. First, she starred in the film Goodbye, Christopher Robin with Donald Gleason. I really love this film. It's probably the most underrated film that Margot Robbie has been in. It's kind of dark. It's about the writer of the Winnie the Pooh books, and I think Margot Robbie is fantastic in the film. And then she stars in I, Tonya, which I watched I, Tonya, and I can't believe how how good she was in that film. She carried the tone of that movie. That movie is weirdly funny. She's playing Tanya Harding, this person who's kind of infamous at this point, and she's so likable in the role. A lot of people have come from this movie. Paul Walter Hauser was in this film. Sebastian Stan, yes, he was already known for playing the Winter Soldier, but I thought he was super good in I, Tanya. But it's Margot Robbie's performance. It got her the Oscar nomination. It was the first time I watched and said to myself, wow, Margot Robbie is a great actress. And in recent years, Margot Robbie is on a great run of working with other great actors. In 2018, she worked with Saoirse Ronan on Mary, Queen of Scots. I thought this film was kind of good. Again, I was really hyped to watch this movie because Margot Robbie and Saoirse Ronan were in it. It wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be, but I really did enjoy it. And the scene where they come together is terrific. Margot had another huge year in 2019. 
2019, where she starred in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, reteaming with Leonardo DiCaprio and working with Brad Pitt for the first time. And then she starred in the film Bombshell, along with Charlie Theron and Nicole Kidman. And Margot Robbie received her second Oscar nomination for her performance in Bombshell. I mean, just look at the co-stars that Robbie has worked with in not even a decade of being in major movies. She's worked with Leonardo DiCaprio twice, Brad Pitt, she's worked with Will Smith twice, she's worked with Charlie Theron and Nicole Kidman. And the most impressive thing is she can hold her own against any one of those people. 2020 saw Robbie return to the role of Harley Quinn, this time as the lead of the film Birds of Prey. This film did not do good at the box office. I discussed that on a past podcast, but I'll just revisit it here for a moment. I really enjoyed Ewan McGregor in that film, and of course, I enjoyed the work of Margot Robbie. I hope she gets to be in a great film where she plays this character. That made her a household name. She's so great in Suicide Squad, but that film isn't very good. She She's great in Birds of Prey, but that film isn't very good. So my wish for Margot Robbie is to be in a movie as Harley Quinn. That's as good as she is in in the role. I hope she's in a terrific film. I have my doubts that that will ever happen, but I really wish that Margot Robbie gets to be Harley Quinn in a great film. The best performance of Margot Robbie's career is I, Tonya. It's the one movie she carries from beginning to end. She's great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's fantastic in Bombshell, but she is not the lead of those films. The one film that she carries from beginning to end is I, Tonya. She carries the tone of that movie. She's so funny in that movie, yet she's so dramatic. She's playing this unlikable character at times, but you really root for her. It is definitively the best performance of Margot Robbie's career. I couldn't see an argument for any other performance. She is so good in a lot of films recently. She's great in Wolf of Wall Street. But the one film where she is the lead and carries the film, I, Tonya. Upcoming projects for Robbie include the new David O. Russell film, where she's co-starring with Christian Bale, John David Washington, Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, and Michael Shannon. Robbie is also going to reprise her role of Harley Quinn for a third time in the sequel to Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn, co-starring Idris Elba, Pete Davidson, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, and Viola Davis. And Robbie is rumored to be starring in Damien Chazelle's latest film Babylon about the silent movie era where she will reteam with Brad Pitt. How can you not be excited for the career of Margot Robbie? She's already worked with master filmmakers like Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino and now she's working with other great directors like David O. Russell and Damien Chazelle. She is one of the biggest movie stars in the world and she is having a massive career that's not even 10 years old yet when it comes to big time movie making. Here's a list of movies you need to watch to enjoy the performances of Margot Robbie. Wolf of Wall Street, Focus, Suicide Squad, Goodbye Christopher Robin, I, Tanya, Mary Queen of Scots, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bombshell, and Birds of Prey. Watch these movies and enjoy the work of Margot Robbie, one of the best actresses and movie stars working.
looking today. Now let's switch gears and talk about the movie The Dig. Here's a quick synopsis. Suffolk Landover Edith Pretty hires excavator Basil Brown to dig up her vast estate and see what artifacts he can find. This movie is a lot better than I expected it to be and I think a lot of that is due to the fact that it stars movie stars. First off, I have to talk about Ray Fiennes who continues to be criminally underrated as an actor. Ray Fiennes has only been nominated for one Oscar for his performance in Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List, even though he's given great performances elsewhere in movies like The Grand Budapest Hotel, that film directed by Wes Anderson, that is inarguably the best film directed by Wes Anderson. Ray Fiennes definitely should have been nominated for that. He was also in the film In Bruges, along with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. That is another great performance by Ray Fiennes. He has been so good for so long. It's time for him to get awards recognition. Ray Fiennes is probably best known for playing Voldemort in the Harry Potter films. And in this, The Dig, Ray Fiennes gives another great, subtle performance. Again, I just think that Ray Fiennes is criminally underrated. And the fact that he's only been nominated for one Oscar is completely insane to me. He definitely should have been nominated for his performance in the Grand Budapest Hotel. He's been so good for so long. Ray Fiennes is set to star in two more films that are coming out in 2021 as he's going to be in the upcoming No Time to Die where Daniel Craig will be portraying James Bond for the final time and Ray Fiennes is going to star in The King's Man, a prequel to Matthew Vaughn's hit spy franchise. Ray Fiennes, one of the best actors working today, period. And also in this film, The Dig, is Carrie Mulligan, an actress I have proclaimed as also being criminally underrated. But this year, she seemingly is getting the recognition she deserves. She is getting Oscar buzz for her performance in Promising Young Woman, a film I have not yet seen but am dying to see. Mulligan has not been nominated for an Oscar since 2010, where she was nominated for her performance in the film and education where she gives a brilliant performance. She's been giving brilliant performances for the past decade and a half. Mulligan is one of the best actresses in the world, and she's also brilliant in this film, The Dig. She has great chemistry with Ray Fiennes and also has a great scene with actress Lily James. Next year, Mulligan is set to co-star with Bradley Cooper and Jeremy Strong in the film Maestro, a biopic about legendary music composer Leonard Bernstein. So it's safe to say that right now, Carrie Mulligan's career is on fire. Also in the dig are Lily James, like I mentioned, and Johnny Flynn, who both show up about halfway through the movie and take it over. The pair have great chemistry. Flynn is a rising star. He was in the film Emma with Anya Taylor-Joy, and he recently played David Bowie in the film Stardust with Mark Maron and Jenna Malone. I really like this guy. I think he has movie star potential. Lily James has had like an up and down last couple of movies. Movies like I really liked yesterday, but I didn't think it was great. Rebecca was kind of a mess. I didn't think she was bad in it, but that movie just doesn't hold up. And in this film, she is really good in this film. This film reminds me of that Joe Wright film, The Darkest Hour, where she is just a supporting character, but she is really compelling. Like Gary Oldman carries that film, but Lily James gives a terrific supporting performance. I think Lily James is really good at being a supporting character. I'm not quite sure 
she has lead potential. The films where she gives her best performances are Baby Driver, Yesterday, The Dig, films where she is a supporting character, like in The Darkest Hour. I think Lily James is a brilliant supporting actress. I have to be proven that she is a great leading actress, and so far, I have not been proven that. This movie, The Dig, was a lot better than I expected. It's based on a true story. It stars a bunch of movie stars, and from beginning to end, it's very entertaining. I definitely recommend you check out The Dig. Now let's switch gears one final time and talk about the movie The Little Things. Here's a quick synopsis. Joe Deacon, a former LA detective, teams up with his successor to solve a case and take down a dangerous serial killer. I watched this movie for one reason and one reason alone. It stars free Academy Award winners Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. That's the reason, simple as that, it stars free movie stars. And for the most part, I liked it. I didn't love the movie, but I liked it. First off, Denzel Washington is in this film, and he's one of the greatest actors and movie stars ever. He's given great performances in Glory, Malcolm X, Crimson Tide, He Got Game, Remember the Titans, Training Day, Unstoppable, Flight, and many other films. And while in this one he has moments where he's great, he is not giving a top-tier Denzel Washington performance, and I expected him to do so. That's what you expect from Denzel. You expect that guy from Crimson Tide, you expect that guy from Glory, and you expect that guy from Malcolm X, and this was a bit of a letdown, if you think of that guy. He's not bad in this movie. By far, he's not bad in this movie, but it is not top-tier, Oscar-level Denzel Washington. And if I had to go with my favorite Denzel performance, it would be Spike Lee's film, He Got Game. He is so good in that movie, and he also makes Ray Allen look like a movie star. I absolutely love Denzel Washington in He Got Game. I think it's the best performance of his career. I know how good he is in Training Day and Glory. He won Oscars for those movies for a reason. But my favorite performance is He Got Game. If you have not seen He Got Game, I definitely recommend it. It's underrated. It's so good. And it is top tier Denzel Washington. Something you don't get in The Little Things. Top tier Denzel. Like I said earlier, Rami Malek is also in this movie. And this is Rami Malek's first film since portraying Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody and taking home the Oscar. It was supposed to be No Time to Die, but that Daniel Craig James Bond film has been delayed over and over again due to COVID. This was a really good Rami Malek performance, but it was not great. He has some really good scenes with Denzel, and he has some really great scenes with Jared Leto. I thought those two had the best scenes together overall in this movie. I'm really fascinated to see where Rami Malek's career goes. He's been in some really good films. He was in Short Term 12. He was in The Master. He, of course, won the Oscar. And he's got some interesting projects. He's going to play the Bond villain. I wonder if that's going to work out for him. I wonder if we're going to look back and say he was a one-hit wonder, a guy who won the Oscar. Or are we going to look back at his career and say he was in great film after great film. And he gave great performance after great performance. Like I said earlier, he's going to be in the next David O. Russell film with Margot Robbie and John David Washington, the son of his co-star in this film. Rami Malek's career is going to fascinate me no matter which direction it goes. I never thought I would say this, but in a film that also stars Denzel Washington, Jared Leto is the one who gives the best performance. The minute he enters 
on screen. He enters the picture about an hour in and he gives this movie the little things life. The movie was kind of going in a boring direction and I had this thought. He was as good in this movie as I wanted him to be as the Joker in Suicide Squad. And I know people have mixed feelings about the career of Jared Leto. He's an Oscar winner for his performance in the film Dallas Buyers Club. Matthew McConaughey also went on to win the Oscar for that film. I know a lot of people are not big fans of Jared Leto, but I think his career is going in an interesting direction. He's next going to appear in the Sony Marvel film Morbius, and Leto is set to reteam with director Darren Aronofsky on the thriller Adrift. The pair previously worked together on the film Requiem for a Dream. I think Jared Leto has had a really fascinating career. He's worked with David Fincher twice on Fight Club and Panic Room. He's been in some cult classics like American Psycho. I'm kind of here to say I'm kind of a fan of Jared Leto's work. And I think his career, after suffering from a lackluster performance as a Joker, is getting back on track. The director of The Little Things is John Lee Hancock, who is kind of an underrated filmmaker. He's directed The Rookie with Dennis Quaid, The Blind Side, which saw Sandra Bullock get her Oscar win, Saving Mr. Banks with Emma Thompson and Tom Hanks giving an Oscar-worthy performance, and The Founder, where Michael Keaton played Roy Kroc, the guy who took all of the credit for McDonald's becoming a massive success. You look at John Lee Hancock's career, and he's gotten some really good performances from established movie stars. I think The Rookie is one of the best performances of Dennis Quaid's career. The Blind Side got Sandra Bullock an Oscar. Saving Mr. Banks is probably one of my top five favorite Tom Hanks performances. I thought he was Oscar-worthy as Walt Disney. I want to see a whole movie where he played Walt Disney. Colin Farrell, like I've said earlier on another podcast, is so good in that film. It's one of my favorite Colin Farrell performances. Emma Thompson is also brilliant in that film. Saving Mr. Banks is such a good film. I think it's my most underrated film of the past decade. If you have not seen Saving Mr. Banks, I definitely recommend it. And The Founder is just another great addition to this renaissance of Michael Keaton's career. I mean, you look at Spotlight, you look at Birdman. Michael Keaton has become one of the best actors working today after having a bit of a dry spell after Batman. Michael Keaton renaissance and a big part of that has been his performance in The Founder, which a lot of people thought was Oscar worthy. John Lee Hancock is a super good director who's directed some of your favorite films. You just don't know him because he's not a household name. Getting back to the little things, though, I think you can say for a movie that stars free Oscar winners that this film should be better. But I don't think that it's bad. In fact, I think it's good, even if it's a lesser version of a movie like Seven. I think Seven is a way better version of this film. That film was directed by David Fincher. It stars Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Unfortunately, Kevin Spacey is in that film. I think that film is one of the best films of the 1990s and is just a way better version of The Little Things. And I think the ending of The Little Things is kind of ludicrous. I still think it's a worthy watch though, especially for a good Jared Leto performance. I think he really does steal the movie. I think if Jared Leto were not in this movie, I would have given this movie like an F grade. It was so boring. It was going in a bad direction. And then all of a sudden Jared Leto showed up and gave this movie 
movie life. And for that alone, I definitely recommend you check out The Little Things. Again, it stars free Oscar winners. How many films star this many movie stars? Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto. If that's not enough to get you to watch a movie, then I don't know what is. I didn't love this movie. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's an Oscar-worthy film, but I do think it's an entertaining and fun watch. I don't even think this will end up being the best Denzel Washington film that comes out this year. He's set to star in an adaptation of the Shakespeare play Macbeth, directed by Joel Cohen. It will be the first film that Joel directs without his brother Ethan, and Denzel is co-starring with two-time Oscar award-winning actress Frances McDormand. So again, The Little Things is not the best that Denzel has to offer, but I still think it's an entertaining watch, and I definitely recommend you check out The Little Things. Thanks for listening to this edition of Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Cameron McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Thursday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and this week I put the spotlight on the career of actress Margot Robbie in the movies The Dig and The Little Things. Next week I'm putting the spotlight on the comedy film Irresistible, directed by John Stewart, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne in the movie Malcolm and Marie, directed by Sam Levinson and starring Zendaya and John David Washington. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe. 